What are you doing out here? I'm doing stuff. Thanks. You're listening to the Stuff and Things podcast. This week, coming to you from the UK only, please welcome your hosts, Sam and Stefan. Hello and welcome to the Stuff and Things podcast. I am Sam Jones and I'm joined this week again by my bromigo from the UK. It's Stefan. How you doing, buddy? How's it going? Yeah, all good over this end. Oh, magic. That's what I like to hear. Um, yeah, man. So I had Alfie back for a, for a special podcast. I hope that's okay. I didn't really run it past you. Are you yeah, okay? that's fine. I just saw it suddenly uploaded on the Twitter page. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, man. Cool, I cool. feel bad. I, you know, I, I feel like I should be, should have talked about it or something. But yeah, you know. It's it was... good to hear him back. I don't know about that. But yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, nice to have his dulcet tones. He wanted yes. to talk about Cobra Kai more than he did The Walking Dead, but I can't blame him for that. That's that's good fun. Um, but yeah, man, so we got an episode of Fear to talk about. Um, yes, we got a few things to talk about from The Walking Dead world as well. Uh, so which do you want to do first, Fear, then The Walking Dead at the end, or do you want to discuss The Walking Dead stuff first? I'm gonna say get Fear out the way first. Out the way, oh, that's not a good start. Okay, so, Fear the Walking Dead, Season 4, Episode 7, and the title of the episode was... Oh, uh, it was... Wait for it. Stop I... looking it up. I'm not looking it up, I've got it written You're down somewhere. Well, that's looking it up. Yeah, well, I forgot. The wrong side of where you are now. To be fair to you, I had to look it up a few times just to I write it down. I didn't have that written weird. down, so that's fine. Yeah, the wrong side of where you are now. Okay, so that's season four, episode seven. Um, yeah, man. What? Uh, just overall for the episode, you know, you've got your Rick Grimes scale. What? What are we doing with that? Um, this this one challenged me Ooh. because there were parts of it that were really good, and then it went typical Fear the Walking Dead and ruined it. When you say typical Fear the Walking Dead, are you talking typical Gimple? Yeah. Yeah. Even though he's not technically part of it as much now, it's still the underlying tones. The the two timelines? Yep. Yeah. That that's from everything I've read on social media, um, they're now echoing my feelings, echoing your feelings, which is the two timelines saying kill it, end it, merge them because Damn, it's driving us insane. Um, yeah, we've kind of done enough now to just put it as one and carry on. No, I agree with you, man. Um, but like you just said, a lot happened in this episode. And there's a lot of things in there which left me kind of... Oh, okay, what the hell? Um, so I think the best thing to do is to talk about the opening gunfight. Um, yeah. The, ep- the episode before, we saw John get hit. Um, John goes down, he stepped mm-hmm. in way, uh, the bullet, like I said. Oh, I still don't um, think he did. He did, he stepped in way like a hero that he is. I don't know, see, the, the flashback and... shows them both just stood there and her turn round. So either, she's a terrible shot, which makes uh, a lot more sense having watched no, the gunfight. No, he's, he's a hero, John. Okay, he's a hero. Yeah, he's a hero. It, was, okay. it was the great romance, the love he had, shielded her from the bullet. I did say I felt they might do something kind of sappy where it hit that tin and stuff, but no, no, he's generally in a lot of trouble. He's bleeding out. They killed John O'Riot. Everyone down with that? It'd from what I've seen on Twitter, riot. no, from what I've seen on Twitter, there's a lot of people with you. Oh, good. That, that there's makes a lot in, of people. 
Writing's more fun when it's a social event. I've got to be honest with you. Writing on your own, not so much. Um, so, yeah. the I mean, I've written down here the vultures and the little group with Alicia. You know, there's weapons everywhere and some pretty hardcore weaponry in amongst them. But, yep. yeah. None, I Couldn't mean, hit a barn door with a banjo. Yeah. No, no. We're, we're seeing rank amateurs use guns here, which I kind of liked... You know, yeah, we're into the apocalypse now and people are okay using guns that never used to be. But I prefer them to look like amateurs than look like the special forces soldiers that sometimes we see in The Walking Dead. That leaves me scratching my head thinking, wow, that's impressive. Rosita and the rocket launcher. Rosita and the rocket launcher. That could be the name of a kid's book. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) moving on. (laughs) Um, so yeah, John's hit badly. Uh, Morgan convinces Al to stop filming. What the hell's going on with that? That was like a little creepy thing. There's a gunfight going on, and that Al character's filming it. Yeah, she's just sat at the back. Where did that staircase randomly bit that she sat on just come from? Well, yeah. I, I mean, swear they were in the middle of a highway last time we checked. Yeah, no, there was a building to one side, because that's where they went and parked, so they weren't visible from the highway. But, still, I... Her interviewing people was like a real interesting kind of nuance. Us seeing that she's got hundreds of tapes, I think it's going to open something up at some point. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. But her sat there filming people dying and a battle. I don't know. I found that a little bit odd. I feel like that could be quite a few of those tapes. Yeah. I'm starting to think that a few of those tapes could be origin stories for a few characters, you know, just... She, I, I get it. I mean, she's talking about, you know, this is news and stuff. And she's filmed interviews with these people. Now she's filming them fighting to the death. I don't know. It just felt a bit weird. But Morgan convinces her to stop filming uh, and basically help get John out of there in her armored armored truck. Yep. Um, uh, Morgan takes Naomi. But then he also spots the little girl, the kid that killed Nick. Yes. Um. So there's two moments with that kid. Morgan grabs her, basically saying, look, if you want to live, you've got to come with me. Yep. Um, but the moment before that is when um, Lucy turns the corner and is there with her. And she looks up at Luciana and says, sorry. And Lucy, I, I thought for Didn't a minute, Didn't pull the Lucy, trigger. Come on. Yeah, I thought she was just going to pull the trigger. I There was a moment, which, which when you consider it's a kid... TV shows typically don't have kids having their heads blown off, except for Walker kids. Um, I was ready for the epicness. I really was. Yeah, well, yeah I, I kind of thought she was just going to turn around, look at her, and then bang. I had this moment. But, yeah, anyway, she doesn't. The kid scurries away. Uh, the kid is with this guy called Mel. Um, the guy the, called Mel is mm-hmm. one of the vultures, isn't he? Yeah, and, he's like the big baddie. Well, not big baddie. Well, we do don't know. Yeah, see, that's a debate as well, isn't it? Is he the big baddie in this? Because he, we've got two timelines going on. So I'm going to discuss what happens up to date first, if you don't mind, and then we'll discuss the past. If you that's right. can go either way you like. You can interchange them because it is fierce. So, you know, we could oh, talk. I for... can't. I can't. I'll go cross-eyed. No, <laughs> thirty bad. seconds of one, and just as it gets good, we'll cut to something completely different. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I was going to say something really Okay, I'm calm again now. I'm calm again now. Good, good. I'm glad you've chilled out. Um, So, basically, um, Mel, this guy, he's trying to get away. and He's driving this ambulance. And then you see the ambulance blow up. 
Um, yep. Alicia's got a grenade launcher and is taking out the ambulance. Yeah, she couldn't um, hit a person from 10 yards, but she can no, hit no, an ambulance no, that, with a grenade launcher. But that grenade launcher, boom, yeah, the ambulance is gone. Um, the kid goes with Morgan. So now Al, Morgan, John, and Naomi have hightailed it out of there. Yep. And it's worth pointing out that Al does it aggressively. You know, she shows the guns making Alicia stand down. And as they drive off, Alicia is shooting at the truck. Yep. So, you know, Alicia, who's been friendly with these people so far, turned on them damn quick because of Naomi. And we still don't mm-hmm. know why. We still don't know what Naomi did. No. Um, which we'll come back to later on. But, yep. Uh, Alicia then goes... They're leaving. They they think they've worked out where they would have gone. Strand, Lucy. Uh, the Vultures have legged it because they. I think they realise the people they're fighting against are crazy um, yep. and they've gone they've driven off and then we see this guy mel crawling out of this ambulance really badly hurt really messed up alicia sees him and walks over to him and she kills him and i mean cold with like that jagged knife thing that she's got oh yeah i mean um, how he survived that i'm still well i'm gonna let it, i'm gonna let it slide it's gonna let it slide however but... the rest of the ambulance is destroyed yeah, yeah, the ambulance is destroyed. He's crawled out of it. Um, we could argue he got through from it. There we go. That's what we'll argue. I'll but take that. Were you, were you expecting her to just kill him like that? Kind of. Yeah. It I mean, built I, up I, to I, I she's going to kill him. Yeah, but I was shocked that it was this cold kind of, you know, she just did it. Bang. Yeah, doesn't um, matter anyway. Bang. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, I was yeah, I was surprised at that. Um, the reason why I was surprised is because in flashback earlier on, yep. this male character and the kid, uh, known as Charlie, um, in essence, Alicia went to save him. Yep. So this is why her just stone cold killing him in the present, you know, I'm, I'm kind of left scratching my head. And it's like I said to you right at the start. The episode had some bits in it that were kind of good, and the jumping between the two is just infuriating, which yep. I won't bang on about. But like that, I'm left kind of wondering what the hell has happened. Because again, yeah, we're still not quite seeing it. No, we're not, and we're at the mid-season finale next week, which to me really ought to be ending this story. If you like, to me, it really should be bringing the timelines together it really should be explaining to us why alicia's gone from being this kind of nice kid to you know character yep. to now being just angry. i mean the fact she spun around and shot at naomi straight away was a shock yeah you know even if you know to the point that that means naomi must have done something to her so horrific that she didn't even think she just spun around and opened fire you know, considering I, the amount yeah. of guns the vultures had on them at that point as well, it was a standoff. Mm-hmm. Um, and for her just to go and kill that guy, when in reality, in the flashback now, so we're now talking about the kind of the, the timeline at the stadium. Yep. We we see this girl Charlie shows up, and she begs them to come and help because she says Mel had this big argument with the rest of the vultures, and then he crashed the 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 bus they were driving he's really badly hurt and she didn't know else to turn to yep so madison etc they go out and get him they bring him back yeah he's busted up you know he's done his ribs in and stuff like that 
but he is desperate to get out of there and he tells them that his brother was unhappy that they waited so long and then just left that place so his brother's got a plan to destroy it now with that bit at any yeah. point did you think there was something a little bit suspicious no see go in on, my head on, what are you thinking in my head i had something with naomi i was waiting for madison to leave the room yeah. and like naomi to turn around and go yeah all right you can cut the coffee now you're in yeah i was just waiting for something it never happened but i was just no. waiting for that little you're right you can stop playing on it now you're in what do you yeah. need well possibly i think that probably why you're waiting for that is because of what we've seen in the future We've seen that Naomi is with him. Yeah. And we've seen that, in essence, you know, something bad must have happened to make Alicia snap the way she has. Yeah. So our assumptions is these two are about to do something. Like, they're about to kill Madison, you know? You know, to me, I'd celebrate. But to I'm Alicia, starting to get with you on that one. Yeah, yeah. More and See, more getting towards her. If she just dies now, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. And painfully, please. Um... But I, I think because we were expecting that. But I was watching it, and the guy, you know, he was hurt. He was definitely hurt. You know, they they checked yeah. him over. He's busted up. Um, he then tries to hold a, a knife to Naomi's throat. So they didn't know each other. No. So they are meeting here. I mean, she badass takes it off him, which I quite liked. You know, that was kind of like, what do you think you're doing? Just idiot? jabbed him yeah. in the ribs. That he's yeah. already said he's almost broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, which that was good. Very, yeah, well, he held a knife to her throat. I'm with her on that. Yeah. Yep. But the way she dealt with it, I like that. Um, but he was desperate to get out because he knows what's coming, and he's telling them, and he's like, you know, my brother's going to do this. We got to get out of here. Um, he's. So if we're taking it at face value now, mm -hmm. and and every event that we've seen in the flashback is correct, Mel had an argument with his brother, and that that's why he went off on his own. Yeah, he crashed his vehicle. That's why Charlie came and got him and brought him back. He told them and warned them what was coming, and we then see as events play out, he was completely being honest. So, mate, what I guess what I'm driving at here is... I He's am, not that much of a bad guy. No, I am yet to see how this guy is a villain at any point. An arrogant ass, maybe, the way he rocked up and said, hey, this place is going to fall, we're just going to wait for it to happen. But he never hurt anyone. He never stopped anyone leaving. You know, like I used to say it was the worst siege in history. Yeah, you know, oh, it was. They, they dealt with every walker that roamed up. By just locking them away. Yep. Do, do you sort of mean it's like all of a sudden I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, well, this guy ain't no villain. He's not a bad guy. He, he kind of reminds me of if Negan had a conscience, I reckon this would be the guy sat on his shoulder. He's got the arrogance and the cockiness, yeah. but he hasn't got that cutthroatness that, that Negan has. Well, yeah, no, he's not got that brutal streak. Um, Anti Negan. But, but it's just confusing, to be honest with you. And what could be. A real interesting character development and a real arc that, from an audience point of view, keeps us guessing is just being kind of jumbled up and being made annoying by the jump yeah. between the timelines. Yeah, um, see, I want to turn around and go, oh, we'll never hear the story now because he's dead, and then realise that Nick died like four years ago, it seems. And he's still in it, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, th well this is it. I mean, we've just seen him get killed. So here's the next thing I was going to come on to. I was starting to really 
find his character interesting. But I know what happens now, so there's no point in me investing in him. Yeah, we know he's going to die, so therefore... He, he nah. could be in the next episode, the episode after, the episode after. Yep. And it, and it's twofold, because I know for a fact he doesn't die in this episode. I know for a fact he doesn't die in the next episode in flashback, because we've seen when he does die. Um, Similar to Nick. Anytime Nick's in a confrontation with a walker now, we know he's going to be fine, because we see him. we've already seen him die. Yeah, 100%. It's kind of just taken off that kind of edge to an episode. Yeah. We know that Alicia's going to be fine. We know that Lucy's going to be fine. We know that Strand's going to be fine. So every time they flash back, we've got a finite amount of characters who are the core cast that we've got anything to really think about or worry about or it, or go over. And, and yeah. like I just said with Mel, I was really thinking... What interesting thing this is, because he's this guy who, when you first meet, you think, "Oh, here's the bad guy," and he's not. He's not that at all. And nope. Now well, he's just dead. The, well, what's the point in me even thinking about it? What's the point in me overthinking or underthinking or following that character? Now I know he's dead. Yeah. It's like, oh no, Madison might kill him. Oh no, wait a minute. Yeah. Well, we know oh. he doesn't. Yeah. So the only possible thing that can happen is in the next episode, this Mel kills Madison. And at that point, you'll be able to go, ah, well, that's why she killed him stone cold. But up to this point, there is not one thing in his character would suggest that's what he's going to do. No, which will be a massive shock to everyone because, well, wait a minute, why did he just do that? Yeah. So at the moment, man, I'm I'm at a bit of a loss where they've gone with the show. I think they've they've made a bit of a mistake. I think they've took it too far with the yeah with the two timelines. And I'm I think so frustrated. Yeah, it, well, it's just annoying because, like I said, there are little bits here that you sort of think, oh, that's really interesting. Um, you know, come on to the fact of what the vultures are going to do. So Madison has kind of this moment where she snaps and kicks Mel out. Mel kept going on about, he wanted to leave, I need to leave, I need to leave. So she's like, all right, fine, go then. She gives him a car with yep. fuel, basically mm-hmm. kicks him. Everyone's like, what are you doing? Uh, Strand even says, Madison, you know, you forgave me. Surely this guy deserves a chance. She's like, no, get him out of here. Yep. Um, Nick and Alicia then risk their lives to go and find him. So again, I'm scratching my head. You know, this is Alicia who later on kills him, stone cold, doesn't care, just bang, dead. Um, after trying to yep. blow him up. <laughs> so... Um, I'm thinking this Charlie girl's got some sort of weird special power to manipulate people, though. Like, they've fallen for her weird. trick once. Now they're falling for it again. Well, are they falling for it again? Is she is she pulling a trick? I mean, I don't know. You could be right. She could be the evil genius. That's what she says in the um in the van, isn't it? It was what did you do? And then she turns around and goes, "It it's wasn't her fault. fault. It was me." Yeah. And I'm like, I'm looking at it going, okay, so. Even like things that happened in the episode, I'm looking at it going, well, she's not really done anything yet. No. I mean, basically, she acted as a little spy. She possibly disrupted the crops. We don't know. It was a bit hinted at, but not confirmed. Yep. Um, and <laughs> Like everything this season so far, hinted at, yeah, not confirmed. Yeah. And, and on this occasion, all we've seen her do is go and ask them for help because she knows they're good people. When the guy who she's obviously got a very strong bond with is badly hurt. That's all we've seen so far. Yes, yeah, so, you know, if that had been some sort of an act and he wasn't hurt, 
yeah. you'd think, okay, fine. But he was hurt, so... Yeah. What? Yeah, it doesn't... It don't, it doesn't follow. It doesn't track, and and the jumping between the two. I think the reason why it doesn't track, I think, is that kind of thing. Now there was another scene as well in the flashback between Naomi and Madison. Now Naomi, who we now know that Alicia seems to hate and blame, yeah, we know doesn't know Mel, so she wasn't part of them before all of this. Yeah, we know that. Um, she seems to be chatting to Madison and is like talking to her about. You know, you need to leave. We need to leave. This place is going to fall. And when Madison makes it clear she's not going to, Naomi doesn't seem to be kind of like, well, I'm off then. She seems to be like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's talking to her. They're talking about being a parent. She is giving me no indication at all in that scene that she's about to sneak off or do anything like that, which, of course, you know, could just be because she's acting. But... She wouldn't need to do that because no. Madison's told her loads of times, you want to go, grab a car and go. Yes, you know, they, it looks like need... she's now settling a little bit more. She does. And she looks like she's kind of like, okay, I'll stay, you know. She tells her, I've got the infirmary ready, you know, it's all it's all set, I'm ready to go. These are all actions and words of someone who is on board, not someone who's, you know, about to double-cross everybody or... Or do something. So, like I said, I, I'm finding, yes, I'm a little bit intrigued at what's going on with these things, but at the same time, finding it quite odd. Yeah, no, see, the problem I've got is that you get a bit that's really good and you kind of get really into it. Yep, and then they jump. And then it jumps, and you think to yourself, well, I've, I've now lost interest in it. That was my massive criticism of The Walking Dead, and that is Gimple. Yeah. That is his way of storytelling, and that is what drives me insane on The Walking Dead. It is like you're watching a scene, you're really interested, and then bang, you're somewhere else. Now, jumping from character to characters in different scenes whilst the story is progressing is kind of okay. You know, it keeps the pace yeah. to a show. When you're jumping between timelines and you're looking at a character you know's dead. And another character you know is about to do something else because you've just seen them do something else. And you're seeing two characters talk as friends who you know now hate each other. It, it doesn't it just make sense. Gets, well, no, because you're kind of like watching two interactions between the same characters in different timelines within a minute of each other. And it's like, oh, whoa, whoa, what just happened? <laughs> yeah. Um, why, why are you now trying to kill her? You just... What? What you know? Yeah. It's kind of like, it's like one of those things where if you blink and look back up again, you feel like you're watching a different show. <laughs> it's like, oh, hang on, did I miss an episode? Um, there were a couple of times where it was. Yeah. Oh <laughs> wow. This, yeah. You. Yeah. God, it's like I, having it's like having Alfie back. I know. On I started careful, this man. season so optimistic, and I like I'd watched a few bits from before, and also I saw yeah. season one wasn't massively interested. I've yeah. watched most of season two now, and it really kind of got me. Yeah. And then I'll come into this one, and I'm just like, oh, geez, stop. Just just stop. Stop jumping around. Because yeah. I, I'll, I'll reiterate what I've said before, which is visually this this year so much better. Oh, brilliant. The level of yeah. detail in little things and stuff, brilliant. And I credit the new showrunners because that's the impact of them. Um, the Madison character started was different. She was being she was yes. expressing herself and now she's gone back to this monosyllabic version again which 
I do everything series... for me, don't care about anything else. I want this place. Well, I'm staying here tough. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I don't know. Well, at least now I know that that's directed. You know, it's not just as an actor, that's all she yeah. can do. Because <laughs> I, was, I was feeling bad about slamming this woman every week, thinking, oh, you know, she's doing her best. <laughs> but now I know she is being directed to play this monosyllabic, same tone, non no expression... And it's stupid, because as a character, there's no way you can feel affection for her. I really can't. At the no. start of this series, I was thinking, wow, yeah, finally, I'm seeing a different side. We've had this time jump, a perfect opportunity, the new showrunners, to say, right, we've had this time, you're now better, you're now like this, you're now able to open up. Yep. And then, within a couple of episodes, we're back to the way she was, and... Yeah, <laughs> and I'd yay! Yeah. Well, I'm ready for a walker to eat her. Um, but yeah, so continuing where we were then, I mean, Nick and Alicia, uh, they've gone out to find Mel again. They find him yep. outside of a road. He's basically collapsed on the steering wheel. You know, he was still in a bad way. He shouldn't have gone, but yeah. Madison kind of forced him. Just as they're getting him, they see a convoy coming of of trucks. Um, yeah. We as the audience know this convoy of trucks are just packed full of walkers. Yep. Now, what happens next at the stadium... It's probably my favourite thing in Fear so far, because I think this was really well done visually. I think it was kind of clever. Um, yep. What about you? I loved it. I think it's probably the best scene of the season so far, if I, we're I, talking about the same bit. I'd put it up against... <laughs> okay, all right. So so basically, all these trucks arrive. Uh, Nick, Alicia and Mel arrive back themselves. Uh, I think they've got Strand with them. I'm not sure. I can't remember. No, he's just, still it's inside. Just them, just them and Mel, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. They arrive back just as this convoy, and a truck kind of pulls up, and it's like leaking petrol. See, I thought it, it was blood at first. I thought it was blood at first, and I thought they're leading like a trail of blood for the walkers to follow to the gate. That's what I thought. I thought this is going to be and so I thought, cool. Oh, wow. That's, that's interesting. That's different. But no, and then they set fire to it. Yep. And then they poured all of the walkers out of all these trucks. And I think it's Strand who says they're covered in oil. Yeah. Genius. Genius because they're all going to walk towards the flames. Go. And, and then hit the wood. go up and then hit the wood. Yeah. Absolute what genius. Absolute brutal, brutal thing to do. So, yeah. He's evil genius, was, but genius, yeah. Yeah, so, so crazy. Now... We then see Madison open the gate to kind of end the episode. Um, flashing back to the future again. Which, again, was so far. Like, that bit, that gripped and, me. I was yeah, like, that, oh that, my gosh, what's going to happen? And that then Madison scene, goes, open the gate, and you think to yourself, oh dear. But but this scene, again, that gripped me, like you just yeah. said. Absolutely spot on. I was into that, and if that had ended the show, and then the finale had been like the action from that, mm-hmm. I'd have been gripped, I'd have been into it, without a shadow of a doubt. Unfortunately, we all know how it ends, because we see Madison open the gate, and then we flash back to the future again, of them arriving, and the gate's still there. Yeah. And... Yeah. The, the stadium it's, is it is full of the dead that have been burnt out. Yeah, see, the gate that they drive through, though, yeah. isn't that a second gate? That's not the original outside wall and stuff. That's something else. No, yeah. So so the external gate's kind of gone, possibly gone up. We'll see that. Oh, well, maybe. But, 
But still, there is a gate there. Yeah. That has been... Well, I, I find it hard to believe with that number of walkers that the vultures would have the time to just put up a gate of that size. See, about, that's you know. what I thought. I was expecting them to then, when they drove through it, to see a flag or one of their flags or something yeah. to show how many was in there and go, oh, that's why they hate them. Yeah, but I... No, I, I don't get it. So they pull in and there's just walkers everywhere. Uh, they're burnt out, you can tell. They're like that kind of colouring, burned and everything. And that's how the episode ends. But yep. I I don't know, man. I, I was gripped by the kind of battle at the stadium about to happen. And now it's like, well, I know it goes bad. Which I know they said loads of times, oh, it ended badly, it ended badly. But to be able to get to watch it and see what happens would have been great. To just see that and then flash to the next... And I'm sure next week we'll get to see bits, but... Hopefully. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully. I don't know. Knowing our luck, next week is going to be a bottle episode all about Al. Yay. Well, now, next week's the mid-season finale, so they're going to try and do something. Yeah, you say that. I'm not putting it past now, a bottle episode of how Al got to where she is. Yeah, maybe. Um... Any other thoughts from this week's episode? Um, no, mainly it was just kind of like you said, like it, it grips you, it grips you, it grips you, and then it just suddenly goes boom, and yeah. we're back to where we were back in the future. And you think to yourself, I've lost it. Like there was a couple of times in it, and you think to yourself, why? Why are you? You're getting people involved in something. You're getting us sitting there going, oh, it's all about to hit now. This is going to be yeah. incredible. Uh, oh, oh, Morgan's driving along in the car asking questions. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. I agree. It's, the whole idea of TV and everything is kind of you want to immerse yourself. It's escapism. Yeah. Um, And if you can't get into it, then you're just going to take it or leave it and put it down. And taking it, leaving it, putting it down pretty much sums up the ratings. Um, The yeah, ratings 100%. for Fear of the Walking Dead are just really poor i mean they opened well yep um they were really pleased with their opening the the morgan crossover i think brought a number of the walking dead fans to either give it another go or to try it for the first time yep the promise that it was going to be a very different show with new showrunners um my big thing all along was uh gimple's going to be involved with the because of the crossover <laughs> um and that's kind of i think a lot out. of people thought that well you kind of hoped that it's a different show, let someone else do it, you know, and you're bringing in two new showrunners, let them do it. And I think I mentioned to you, the showrunners were from a show before called Once Upon a Time. That was it, and, yeah. And in that, there is a constant thing of flashing between two things. Yep. But it's done in You wonder that, why Gimple brought them in. Well, it's done in that... Well, exactly, yeah, you probably appointed them, but it's done in that show... It's always linked to the story and you never lose the pacing. So, yep. for example, you see the flashback as a way of progressing the story all the time. Yep. It never feels like you lost the pace of the show. Whereas with this, similar to the way The Walking Dead is, you're like, wow, what's going on? And then bang, you're off somewhere else completely different. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, okay, all right. And just as you think, right, so what's going on here then? Bang, you're off somewhere else again. Um, and it's not keeping pace or not adding pace to the show it's completely taking it away which yeah it's going to uh, action pack action pack action pack 
journey in a car. Yeah, and then just as you're listening to them talk, thinking, okay, what are they talking about then? Bang, you're back somewhere else again. Yeah, not even at the action scene, but something that no. happened to someone else whilst that's happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so... I mean, like I said before, and I've said it on almost every podcast, so I apologise to people who listen to us all the time. Um, the, the jumpy time thing, yeah. Um, but, so yeah, I mean, as an episode, like I said, there were bits in it which are really interesting because, is you know, I, I said to you a few weeks ago, I read that interview where someone said, the people you think are the bad guys aren't. And the mid-season finale, people keep going, the direction of the show and what people think, everything's going to change. Yep. And the more the more I'm looking at the way the characters are acting, I would say Alicia Strand and Lucy are the villains. They're going to be the bad guys, yeah. Because that's just the way they're acting. Well, I mean, um, they just shot at John and then carried on trying to shoot at them as they drove off. So if anything, yeah, they yeah. are now the bad guys. Which... I mean, imagine turning a good guy into a bad guy, hey? Huh. Don't. Don't. We're going to come on to the Walking Dead Season 9 stuff in a bit. Don't get Couldn't resist. Couldn't resist. I'll I'll, I'll snap early, people. Um, No, seriously, though, I I don't get it. I know the ratings for the show are, like I just said a minute ago, are in the toilet. They've dropped below 2 million now, or dropped below 2 on the Nielsen rating in the States. Yeah. Um, so it's now the lowest it's ever been in four seasons, considering... That's not good. The, That's not the good. Difference. No, it's not. I mean, it, it should be in cancellation danger. It should be. For all the kind of, oh yeah, but on AMC it's still quite a well-rated show. No, the amount of money they pumped into it, the everything they're doing, this show should be up for cancellation. Shows oh, yeah. with three, three to four times the viewing figures are being cancelled on other networks. So, yeah, this, this, they really should be in I trouble. Mean, what was it? It was um, Brooklyn Nine Nine that got yeah. cancelled, and the fans yeah. rioted to the extent that someone else brought it because they thought, yeah. "Hello, we're on to a, you know, we're on to a winner." Yeah. yeah, but that, like, that is a perfect example. I think that was pulling four numbers in the four to six. Yeah, and and fear is now doing just Ooh. under two. It did like a one point nine the latest episode, which is the lowest it's ever had. Ouch! Yeah, I that mean, can't that's... even be balancing out. Like, surely they get paid like the same amount of money is going to go out CGI, special yeah. effects, cast, yeah. crew, the whole lot. If All you... it does is hit the income for the ad revenue. That's what I mean. Yeah, so. There's going to be a common place now where they're going to be not even near a profit soon, surely. Well, yeah, that's it. If you're shelling out X and only getting in Y, it's a business decision. You know, yeah. it's got to go. Um, but The Walking Dead's gone that way. You know, and, and this is, I know I keep harping on about him, but, you know, Gimple took the biggest show in television. Yeah. The Walking Dead was the biggest, highest rated, massive, massive show. And since he took that over, it is now. It's lost viewers every week. Every single week without fail, he has lost viewers. This yep. is his first season in charge of both. And Fear is just on the season four. And he has been personally involved in it massively because of the crossover. So yeah. this story arc we are seeing with the two timelines is Gimple. Yep. That is him. The, the new showrunners are basically they're filming it. The cinematography... The stuff that's going on, that's them. The scripting, they work with the script writers. 
but the the actual storyline of it, you'll even see a couple of the episodes actually has a writing credit for Scott Gimple. He is the one who's mapped out this this season. That's him. And at no and, point has anyone slightly higher up gone. Hold up, I'm seeing a trend here. You well, this is, this, is what, it yeah, this is what I don't get. From season four to season eight of The Walking Dead, they went from 15 million average viewers down to four. And he's taken Fear of the Walking Dead from about 3 million average last year, now down to under 2. And dropping every week. You know, every week they're losing 200,000 viewers on average. Business-wise, they've now got to look into this and go, this guy's killing us. Well, well, yeah. I, I honestly think, and I've said it before, he must have pictures of the CEO of AMC doing something to an animal or something. Or animal. I have no idea, but he must have because how can he keep a job? Anyone out, anyone listening to this, think about the job that you do. If you were performing that badly over that amount of time, ask yourself: Would you still be in the job? And I guarantee the answer would be no, unless you're a civil servant. Oh. A fair few people in the UK would laugh at that. Not Probably not so much in the commoners, but yeah, in the UK, that's yeah. very funny. I was yeah. very witty right then. Trust me. That was good. Um, so, man, I mean, I've I got nothing else to say, really. I mean, I'm confused, but I'm interested in what's happening with Alicia. She, from series one to three, is a character I really liked, and now I'm not sure what's going on. Yep. So that's got me intrigued. The Mel thing, I was intrigued, but now I know he's dead. I'm not invested anymore. Um... The little girl, like you said, maybe she's the evil genius behind all of that. That'd be fun. Um, Morgan, currently, all life's precious still. Um, if they kill John, there's going to be riots. Um, they're kind of very narrow to the mark now, aren't they? There's not much more they can go with unless they're going to go for a complete plot twist. But no, they're kind I, of I bottlenecking mean, themselves down to like a certain couple of routes, and that's it. So... So let's, let's let's just throw out some theories a second then, okay? Mm-hmm. So let's imagine that Scott Gimple has got his job because the people at AMC think that the reason why the ratings have dropped is nothing to do with Mr. Gimple, and it's all to do with the way that people watch television now. Yep. People DVR it and stuff like that. Forget the fact that those ratings are also released, but yeah, whatever. Okay, I mean, yeah, so, come on, I watched it today. It's been out for yeah. three days and I got round to yeah. watching it today. So, so let's let's pretend... That that's they think Mr. Gimple is doing a wonderful job because the show's still going and they're seeing high DVD sales or whatever. They think, oh, people aren't watching it live, but they are still watching it. Yeah. He's gone to Fear the Walking Dead. Now, before he took that over, seasons one to three of Fear was getting panned, kind of universally, okay? Yeah, okay. He's taken it over for season four, and although there's a lot of criticism out there because of the timeline stuff, mm-hmm. there was also a lot of real positive press about the new changes. Yeah. About the way it was filmed. And it, although the live viewing figures are dropping every single week, there is still a pickup when you factor in the delayed viewers, they call it. Okay. It's it's still dropping, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, but not as dramatic. But yeah, so for example, uh, last week, just for round numbers, they did 3 million viewers. When you factor in the delayed, that went up to close to 5. Okay. This week, they did 1.9. When you factor in the delayed, it went up to about 2.5. Okay. So so it's still a significant drop. 
yep. week in, week out. But, you know, they're still seeing a high enough number that makes Fear the second most watched show on their network. Even <laughs> That's worrying for their ne- network, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, compared to the Goliaths, it's a small network. But for them, it's still kind of a big deal. Yeah. So, again, like I was saying, they were playing complete devil's advocate that that's their viewpoint. They're sat back okay. and seeing this. Yeah. Do you think they... Because when they gave Gimple this new job, his remit was to expand the Walking Dead universe. Yeah. Do you think they'd look at creating another show? Given that you're, you're seeing both of them dwindle, or do you think they've given him a remit of The Walking Dead's dwindling, Fear the Walking Dead's kind of wandering lost, we want you to merge it? See, I've got merge in my head a lot. I yeah. I think that's where they're going to go with this. Because of the cost. You mentioned earlier on, the costs of these shows must be high. Now, when you've got 15 million regular viewers for yep. The Walking Dead, the ad revenue was the highest ad revenue you could get outside of events like the Super Bowl or the World Cup. As a TV show, The Walking Dead commanded that level because of the sheer amount of people watching. Oh, yeah. Um, that show expanded off the back of that to having a massive ensemble cast. Um, set locations that are permanent set locations. Alexandria, the hilltop, the kingdom... You know the the, uh-huh. um, the sanctuary now. Yeah, these they're they're all massive. There. Yeah, these are massive locations, all massive costs. The crew, the cast. Fear of the Walking Dead this season. Just just focusing in this season. You've got the baseball field. You've got the big cast. You know, there's a lot of people there. It, you, it is open and very very easy to see that. They've tried to save money, if you like, this season with fear. Okay. With the locations and stuff. Yeah, well, there's no permanent location, is there? Everything's kind of no. moving. Minus the baseball stadium, obviously, but everything else well, is. Well the, well, the baseball stadium's kind moving. of a permanent location, and a lot of it can probably be done in sound stages. And, you know, there's probably three or four roads around it, and they're filming just on those roads, if you know what yeah. I mean. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, there's been a couple of other locations they've visited, but that's kind of normal expenditure in a show you're not looking at the kind of walking dead level of different sets here there and everywhere um i the fact they've done a crossover when originally they said that had never happened the fact that gimple's been in charge of it with a kind of he's the one steering the direction sadly i I genuinely think they've the reason why he still has a job is because they've given him a remit of merging the shows or or finishing them both and creating something different like a you know a, a spin-off from the walking dead i mean i don't know i i just feel that it can be the only rational explanation i can have in my mind for why scott gimble still has see a job. i have a thought oh go on. whether Please, it's yeah. going to be anywhere near what actually happens or what but i think walking dead is now very near to the end yeah I think what you've said, like the dropping figures, the problems they're having with getting new contracts, Rick's leaving the show, etc. I think that's finished. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, yeah. If you haven't <laughs> seen that on Twitter yet, you've been living under a rock. Yeah, and the um, fact we did a podcast on it last Yeah, week, exactly. Um, he's going, I think that's going to end. They can see the goalposts, they see the finish line, we know that's finishing. 
Yeah. They've already brought Morgan over to Fear. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be the only character that comes over. Okay. I I think more will eventually come over and I can really see it going to a Netflix and Amazon Prime or something like that and then moving it to a here's all 10 episodes in one hit boom yeah maybe not called Walking Dead not called Fear they'll have a third like you said like a, another spin off well but here's the thing on that sorry mate just to interrupt yeah you. AMC hold the rights for the Walking Dead Yep. Anything Walking Dead, that's AMC. Mm-hmm. Kirkman, because of his court case with AMC, yes. has now got a TV deal with Amazon. Exactly, that's where I think it's going. I think it's going to go but, to the binge watching stuff. Well, only if AMC sell it back to him, which I can't see him doing. Which is why I imagine it being a spin off, so to speak. Well, he can't though. Even a spin off, anything that's Walking Dead related, you have to call it something like the Rambling. The rambling drunk. <laughs> just, Can you imagine? You know, yeah. Yeah, you know, he couldn't do it. Anything Walking Dead related, or anything that could even be contrived as similar to the Walking Dead, they'd sue him in a in an instant. You know, he's taken which is sad considering it's his baby. Well, it is sad, but then you got to remember he's earning a lot. You know, he's earning a few million every month for it, so it's sad. Sympathies disappeared a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know what their plan is, but it segues quite nicely, almost like we planned it, into us talking about The Walking Dead. Now, yeah, I am gonna sound the spoiler warning. Okay. The spoiler warning is in effect. Now, the reason yep. why I'm sounding that is not because what I'm about to say is cast iron guaranteed, but it's because a lot of speculation and from places where you generally, when you read it, you think, yeah, that's going to be accurate. Okay. Um, so the spoiler warning is in effect. If you don't want to know anything about season nine of The Walking Dead, then bless you. Thanks for listening. Stop the podcast right now. But if you're a little bit interested in some things that are being thrown out there right now, which we all are, if, let's be honest. If you're, you know, if you're sat there thinking maybe, maybe I want to know a little bit, then keep listening because I am gravely concerned with what I am hearing about season nine. Oh yes, oh yes. And the reason why I am gravely concerned is because I felt. The finale of season eight, there was one scene which was completely <laughs> out of place, yep. out of character, and ridiculous. And that was what I have nicknamed the Mafia Maggie scene, where yep. she's with Jesus and Daryl plotting to kill Negan and build the you know build the kingdom up so they can stand on their own. And basically starts talking as if Rick's her enemy. Um, I still this, think that was thrown in, filmed incredibly late, and that was part of the contract. Uh, I think it was filmed and thrown in incredibly late. I agree with all of that. However, from what I've read this week, it would appear that she demanded money parity to be in the show, as she does not like the direction of the character. Okay. Okay, so this is what I've read this week, and pinch of salt time but it's from a source where they've been pretty accurate they they were talking about a departure of carl before anybody else was even hinting at it they were talking about andy lincoln quitting before oh, anyone else knew about they're fairly it. in the know then 
Yeah, well, in the know, <laughs> or yeah, I mean, I, I think they're just people who genuinely have contacts, perhaps, or have just watched it enough and theorised. I dare say they've got other stuff that they got completely wrong, but you don't hear I about think, that. <laughs> I think no, no, exactly. They don't advertise that. But I think if you listen to this logically, everyone will kind of nod along and go, yeah, that kind of tracks. So basically, Lauren Cohen's contract was up at the end of last season. What they do is when they finish filming everything, they all go in their separate directions. They've all got other projects or do different things, spend time with their families. And then they gradually get sent like a synopsis script of what's going to happen the following season. Um, and typically they'll obviously get their agents, get their offer, you know, like, you know, Walking Dead want you back next year. They've offered these terms, etc. Lauren Cohen was offered the same terms as she's been on for the last few years, um, which is not really a massive surprise. However, Andy Lincoln, uh, her Norman Reedus and Jeffrey Dean Morgan all got a pay increase. Okay. Lauren Cohen quite rightly said well i'm one of the main characters in this show gender mm-hmm. equality i want the same money as them can't blame her can't blame her one bit they wouldn't agree to it they argued and argued and argued to the point her agent made it public her agent went public with this is what's going on now nobody knows her agent leaked it but come on yeah <laughs> her agent leaked it and we don't blame her cuz all of a sudden AMC were being judged in the court of public opinion. Yep. And the public opinion was all of the gender equality stuff going on. How very dare you pull this crap. Yep. Um, she then, because her agent said, look, they're not budging on this. She's like, well, okay, I'm not going to go back then. I am going to go and sign up to another show. She did a pilot for AMC. She uh, did? Not AMC, sorry. Um, she did a pilot for ABC. Yeah, Whiskey and... Yeah, there you go. Chaser? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, she's done this pilot for that TV show, and once that hit, that she was actually in a pilot, and, you know, it looked like she was going to leave, suddenly, AMC offered her the money, but said, because they were up in her money, due to the budget of the show, she wouldn't be in as many episodes. Now, typically, a 16-episode season... The main cast aren't in every episode, you know that, but Maggie, Rick, yeah. etc. are in the most. Probably in like between 10 to 12. Whilst they yeah. were negotiating, again, this article continues, whilst they were negotiating, the and she was now on board with the idea of coming on to do it, and, you know, she was kind of like, okay, I'm getting what I wanted, I'm on board. They basically revealed the plans to the cast for season nine. Where Maggie, mm-hmm. and this is again, now this is, I hit the spoiler warning again, but I'm just going to say it. If you don't want to hear anything of this, because I, I do believe this is accurate. Um, and I I've really this, hope it's not. The, the spoil community, via our good friend Alfie, has given me this yesterday as well. So I am 95 to 100% certain that this is true. Okay, so turn it off. We are having a time jump of 12 to 18 months. This time jump will allow Maggie to have had her baby. And the baby will be called Herschel. Uh, uh, as in comics. Yeah, cute. Um, okay. And will be there at the hill, uh, the hilltop. The hilltop is going to be designated as the place that grows all of the food for the communities. 
Mafia Maggie is going to try and starve out the Sanctuary. And Mafia Maggie, there is going to be confrontation with Rick, etc. She is, in essence, going to be the bad baddie for Season 9 of The Walking Dead. No! Yep, there you go. Your emotions sum that up for me. I um, wish we had a webcam on this so you could see my face as you were reading that out. No, it's ridiculous. Oh. It, is, it is moronic. You're telling me that 12 to 18 months have gone by and rather than chilling out, she's got even worse. You're telling me that 12 to 18 months have gone by, she's now a mother and that's not changed her perspective at all. Yep. You're telling me that a character who herself said Negan has to die, but the people at the sanctuary, we should you know, bring them in. We have to have a future. She said that, is now going to try and starve the people out, even though Negan's not there. Where's Negan going to be in 12, months, 12 to 18 months' time? He's Rotting in a jail cell still. He's still in the jail. With a scar on his neck, yeah, with a massive beard. Anyone who's seen <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan since, you know... A few months ago, we'll see the man is rocking a dramatic grey massive. Saw a picture of this beard. Yeah, yeah. He he looks like Savage Rick from a few seasons ago. Um, seriously, if that's the direction it's going, and and I believe the sources we've got, they've just um, killed this program. Alfie via the the spoil community are releasing even more than that. That's just what he gave me. And this article that I read yesterday, which is all part of a Forbes journalist, so it's a reputable place. Oh. Um, I I honestly believe. But the Forbes journalist continued and said yep. that as this synopsis and layout was given, she informed them that the six episodes she agreed to would be it. She's done. Just six and episodes? That's, a, that's ten episodes for the bad guy to not be in it. Yeah. How does that it work? Better, but it gets better. Get ready. I say it gets better. So she, so her show that she did a pilot for has been ordered, okay? Yep. So her character in that has a very different hairstyle, etc., to Maggie in the Walking Dead world. Okay. So because of this, the six episodes she's filming in the Walking Dead, apparently the reason why they've changed Maggie's appearance so much and done everything is because of this other show that she signed up to. Mm -hmm. And in at least one of the episodes, there is a filming conflict. So a body double is being used for most of the episode. So of the six episodes that she's going to be in, one of them, she's only going to do two scenes. The rest of it will be a body double and people will be, hey, Maggie, what do you think about this? And she's going to be kind of doing something else or off shot. I mean, given how oh, wow. great they've been with CGI and stuff the last few years, that's going to be fun to pick out. Um, but also, apparently, Andy Lincoln was also when he quit, when he heard the direction of the show. He apparently said, thank you, but no, I've had enough. I'm exercising my exit in the contract that I've got, which he's had every year, by the way. Yep. Andy Lincoln has always had an exit clause in his contract which allows him to give them notice and finish off by... They basically say to him, okay, as you're leaving, you need to do three or four episodes. He's, you know, And that's been a clause he's always had. Which is fair enough. And it's Wh- sad that he's now got to that stage where he's gone, I've read the script, and do you know what? <laughs> no, I'm thank done. you. Well, this was it, because me and Alfie discussed it last week. I think, or felt, that the way they treated the, the actor who played Carl was what did it. I felt that, you know, he, he's just had a guts for, but this article is claiming, 
and I can, and like I said, logically, I could completely believe it. Yeah. That he sat down, he looked at it, and he thought, this is so out of the characters that we've portrayed. You're now taking the show that we made and we enjoyed. Alfie said it. Yeah. Andy Lincoln isn't motivated by money. If he was, he'd have jumped from The Walking Dead in season four and gone off in every film he was being offered. You know, oh, blimey, yeah. The he's... biggest TV actor on the planet. Yeah. He does he genuinely was, seem to be in it for the love of making yeah. something brilliant. And yeah, it's exactly, not brilliant anymore. Yeah. Bang, you, you've hit the nail on the head. And I think it hit him like a ton of bricks the way they treated um, young kids. Uh, Carl, I think. Chandler like Riggs, yeah, he was Chandler not good. Riggs, yeah. I think it hit him like a ton of bricks, just generally. the fa- I think the fan reaction now as well. You know, he doesn't do social media, he doesn't do any of that, but he goes to a lot of the events. And, you know. Those are kind of dwindling in numbers. I read a thing uh, yeah. the other day, Walker's Stalker, which is the main events they do them all around the world. They're always yeah, adding yeah. more events and stuff. And like most of the people I know have gone to them are kind of like, yeah, wasn't uh, as busy, you know. Or uh, I tell you, like, a couple of people have said that you know it was still kind of crazy. But I must be honest, I went to one of the first ones of those. You went to the one in London. Didn't yeah, you? I went to one of the first ones that yeah. they did over here. And I mean, I was really disappointed by it, if I'm honest. Yeah, yeah, I remember you saying it yeah. was, you know, crazy money just to stand in line to say hello to one of the cast members, and yeah. it wasn't great. And now that I can imagine, that was when it was still at its peak. Yeah. Whereas now it's dwindled as much as it has. Yeah. That can't well, be making. Well, I mean, a... I, I I know people who do a podcast. You know, not talking about us, but another another woman who does a podcast, mm-hmm. and she's gone to them every year and loved it. But she said herself, "This is the last year she's going." Yeah. Um. You know, she's kind of made that decision that you know it's just so much money. Mm-hmm. Um. And you know, I'm not going to keep doing it. And and to be honest, the show's not rewarding the fans. It's not delivering no. on what the fans want. So, I mean, that is the basic gist of it. And and this article goes on to say that, you know, the, the cast were in absolute shock about Andy Lincoln. I can and imagine. There, and there is a real feeling, because he's been, like, basically holding it all together, in essence. He's the guy they all come to. Like, a new member of cast joins. Andy Lincoln's the one who's there to welcome him. He is the star of the show. He's the one that has been in it the longest. You know, he's there. He's the main character. They want to hand it over to Daryl. They want Daryl to be the lead character. See, that's interesting, because um, that means he actually now has to speak. Yeah, well, the, the grunting dead, as Alfie called it. I mean, it's... Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I know me well enough that come when the trailer drops, if the trailer is good enough, I'm going to want to sit down and watch it, even if I'm sat there watching the end of a show I loved. But right now, there's part of me that doesn't even want to watch season nine. Yeah, I want it. If it's going to be the end, I want it to give a decent farewell to it. However, yeah. I can honestly see that they're yeah they're going to offer it to Daryl or someone. If Daryl doesn't take it, they'll give it to someone else to kind of keep milking this cash cow. Yeah, but I don't. I think it's going to run dry very soon. No, I, I'm with you, man. I agree. It's uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a bitter pill to swallow when you've kind of enjoyed something so much to see they've just taken it in this direction, which no one can follow. It doesn't make any logical sense. Um, but anyway, man, I mean, that was it. I, I, I hate ending things on a depressing note. Uh, this week, you yep. have no quiz, you'll be delighted to hear. Ah. Oh. Yeah, don't 
act like you're happy about it. I wanted the quiz just to shut Alfie up because he struggled. Well, he did struggle. He did really And struggle. I sat at home and I got all three of them. Oh, don't give me that. You okay, I got one of them on the second guess, but I got all three of them. <laughs> well done. Um, no, I mean, basically, I had some lines to record, and my friend who does the voiceover is a hero of mine, and he's just done a load more stuff for me. Awesome. And I didn't want to inundate him with a load more. But next week, mm-hmm. for the mid-season finale, there will be the bumper version of the quiz awesome um yeah it's gonna be fun i i may record some of the lines as well oh this will be fun um yeah my uh my I, my irish alter ego paddy O'Doors is gonna have a go and and see how oh, we go this on. could be interesting Wa- walking deadlines delivered in irish that should be a laugh <laughs> um but yeah man i mean unless there's anything else you want to add um my rating for it is noah <laughs> as what, as in it, it's really really painful to watch it die nice i'll raise a glass to that um in that case my friend a big thank you to everybody for listening uh i hope you enjoyed the ramblings um i think we all can agree that this episode of fear felt just odd and hopefully the mm-hmm. mid-season finale clashes it all together and we can kind of go forward with the show um with regards to the news about the walking dead if you're still listening yeah um love to get people's thoughts on that message the page drop us a comment let us know but until next week my friends that's me done that's a wrap followed by over 17,000 people on facebook you need to be one of them find the stuff and things podcast on facebook at stuff and Thangs Podcast. Also check us out online at stuffandthangspodcast.com. If you can't figure out how to spell it, then you don't deserve to be there.